Hi guys, I'm Lainey Travis, and I want to welcome you to the Gospel on the Go podcast. If you're anything like me, your day-to-day life is busy and your schedule sporadic. So finding time to connect with God during the day can be challenging. This podcast offers short, power-packed Bible messages in under 10 minutes, making it easy to incorporate God's Word into your day-to-day life. So whether you're commuting to work, carpooling kids to soccer, folding that last load of laundry, or sitting in a waiting room, Gospel on the Go will meet you where you are and make it easy to connect with God and feed your soul. Gospel on the Go will air a new episode every Monday and bring the truths of the Bible into your busy life. Hi guys, welcome to episode five of my podcast, Gospel on the Go. This week is titled Victory in the Valley. Life is full of peaks and valleys, of wins and losses, setbacks and progress. We often refer to the peaks in life as mountaintop experiences, and those times represent seasons of victory, peace, progress, and blessing. The valley seasons are those times when we experience hardship, setbacks, pain, and defeat. This is also true in the life of faith. Oftentimes, valleys in the Bible depict times of darkness or opposition, and many battles in the Bible were fought in the valleys. Today, we will look at a significant battle in the Bible that was fought in a valley against an evil giant. In this powerful story, we will see how with God's help, we can win the battles that we face in the valleys and slay any giant that threatens to take us out and keep us from moving forward in freedom. The story today is found in the Old Testament in 1 Samuel 17, and it's the famous story of David and Goliath. Before we begin, here's a little history to set up the story. God had given the Israelites, his chosen people, the promised land. When God delivered the Israelites out from under the slavery of the Egyptians, He appointed Moses to lead them through the wilderness and show them this promised land. They were to go into this land and possess it, live in it, make it their home. After 40 years in the wilderness, the Israelites finally entered this land, but many battles awaited them. We're going to take a close look at one of those significant battles today. Now, the Philistines were evil enemies of God's people. The Philistines occupied a portion of this new land that God had given them. The Philistines wanted this land for themselves. They wanted to defeat the Israelites and make them their slaves. The Philistine army sent their biggest, fiercest, and most trained giant named Goliath out from their camp. Goliath demanded to fight any man from the Israelite army who would dare oppose him. And he challenged him in a fight to the death. The terms were if Goliath won, Israel would lose their land and become their slaves. But if he lost, the Philistines would lose their land and be subject to the Israelites. 1 Samuel 17, 3 says the Israelites occupied one hill and the Philistines occupied the other hill and there was a valley in between them. Here is where the valley comes into play. In this valley, a giant awaited them and a crucial battle for freedom was about to be fought. How do these valleys and giants relate to us today? Many of you listening are in a valley season right now and a battle with a giant awaits you. Maybe out of nowhere, you got laid off from your job and you're in the valley facing a giant of discouragement. Are you gone through a messy divorce and in this valley, a giant of depression hangs over you? This giant's looming over you, attempting to stop your progress and beat you down. How do you survive? Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, Lord, are with me. Your rod and your staff will comfort me. God is with us in the valleys and we don't have to fear the giants that attempt to take us out. God has a plan. Let's see what happens next. In 17, 4, a champion named Goliath came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span. This measures nine feet, nine inches tall, according to our measurements. It goes on to tell us that he wore magnificent armor, weighing an estimated 125 pounds. He was fully covered head to toe in bronze, carrying a spear, where the point of the spear weighed 15 pounds. Talk about an intimidating figure. This was a giant of a man, covered in armor, ready to kill, steal, and destroy the Israelites and their freedom. Goliath in this story gives us a visual of how Satan comes after God's people today. In 1710, Goliath screamed intimidation to God's army. He said, I am the Philistine champion. You are only the servants of Saul. 
Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. This day, I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Saul was the king of the Israelites at this time. God's people were paralyzed in fear. He taunted them. He mocked them. He scared them. He demanded they come down and fight for 40 days, but yet no one dared challenge him. Let's see what happens when David enters the story. David was the youngest son of Jesse, and his three older brothers had joined Saul's army. They were with Saul on the battle lines, facing Goliath's threats. David was estimated to be under 20 years old, a teenager. He was in Bethlehem, shepherding his father's sheep. Verse 17 says, Now Jesse said to his son David, Take these loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to their camp. See how your brothers are and bring back some sort of assurance of them. David left his flock in the care of a shepherd. He loaded up and set out. When he reached the camp, he found his brothers, and as he was talking to them, Goliath, the Philistine champion, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance and slander, and David heard it. David began inquiring about the situation. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? He went to King Saul and said, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Let's stop here. David was willing to fight for God's people. Let's look at five points of how to have victory in the valley. David was willing to fight, point number one. This is the first step in how we take down giants that threaten us. We face them. We don't run away in fear. The giant was big, but David knew that God was bigger. When everyone else saw the giant, David saw God. How does this translate for us? We gotta be willing to fight. That might look like interviewing for other jobs after you've gotten laid off and not letting the giant of discouragement take you down. Or being willing to fight the giant of depression by getting out of bed, going to the doctor, getting in God's word, being intentional about renewing your mind even when you don't feel like it. Let's see what happens next. David told Saul he would go and fight, and Saul said, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man, and he's been a warrior since his youth. Saul was doubtful. David's own brother even belittled him. He said, why have you come down here, and with whom do you lead those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You only came to watch the battle. David was not put off by others' criticisms. Sometimes even our family and friends won't support us when we decide to face the giants in our valleys. But listen to David's response. He said, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off the sheep from the flock, I went after it. I struck it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by the hair. I struck it and I killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord will rescue me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, and he will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. So number two, David remembered God's faithfulness. Look back at times when God has helped you in the past and apply it to your current situation. Saul told David, go and the Lord be with you. And as David was about to go, Saul tried to have him put on his own armor. And David said, I cannot go in these. I'm not used to them. So that's point number three, trust God's preparation. God had prepared David for this battle, and David had confidence in God's provision to give him what he needed. God had already trained him. We can't try to fight like someone else or wear someone else's armor. We have to fight our own battles and use the tools that God's given us. The Bible says God's given you everything you need for life and godliness. You don't have to try to be like someone else. Meanwhile, the Philistine came closer to David. He looked him over and saw that he was no more than a boy, and he despised him. And he said, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And he cursed David by his gods. And he said, come here, I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. But David courageously said to the giant, you come against me with the sword and the spear, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. 
David was cocky about the power of his God. He spoke the word of God to Goliath. This is point number four. As giants come against us, we can speak God's word. There's power in God's word. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran to the battle line to meet him. He reached into his bag, taking out a stone. He slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down to the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. And then he ran over and he took the Philistine's sword and he drew it from the sheath. And after he killed him, he cut off his head. He didn't just knock down the giant, he finished him, which is point number five. We don't just knock down giants that come against us, we finish them, we destroy them. If it's a giant of addiction, finish it. If it's secret sin or jealousy, whatever Satan's throwing at you to keep you in bondage, destroy it completely. Second Corinthians says we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So to summarize, when we find ourselves in a valley situation and a giant's coming against us, what do we do? Number one, we're willing to fight. Number two, we remember God's faithfulness. Number three, we trust His preparation. Number four, we speak the word of God. And number five, we demolish the head of evil. God is with you in the valleys and he will help you slay the giants that stand in the way of your freedom. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Gospel on the Go podcast. And I pray these Bible teachings bring the life-changing power of God's word into your everyday life. 